This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back. Remember, for anything that you may have missed, any information on our guest or to join the conversation, all you have to do is reach out to us on social media, Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and follow us there now. You can also reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at Rodney Lear on air, or you can listen to us anytime you like. Just head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. On the phone with me now, we're joined by Hannah Firestone. She is with the Cincinnati Association for the Blind and Visually Impaired. She's here this morning to talk about an event coming up on July 8th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the West Side Brewing. It's the Braille Elevant. She'll talk more about that in a second here. It's our pleasure to welcome Hannah Firestone back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Hannah. How are you? Hi, Robbie. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, tell us about the Cincinnati Association for the Blind and Visually Impaired and the services that you provide. Remind us. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So um, CABVI is a nonprofit. Uh, We are located right across from Eden Park, and uh, we've been around since 1911. um, And our mission is to empower people of greater Cincinnati who are blind or visually impaired with opportunities to seek independence. Um, So we do this by providing lots and lots of services uh, to those who are blind or visually impaired in the community, anywhere from babies who are just born to adults who are, you know, over the age of 100. Um, So we have lots of services. We have like our low vision service, access technology, early childhood and youth services. We also have our social enterprises where we employ blind and visually impaired people um, and give them jobs since the unemployment rate is so high. It's about 65% nationwide. Now, help us understand some of the challenges that the blind or visually impaired face that many people may not understand or just take for granted. I think one of the important things to know is that most of the people that we do deal with are slowly losing their sight due to age-related conditions. So, Mm -hmm. It's really hard for people who have gone their whole life with sight transitioning into not having as much sight and access to that, all that information that we get through our vision. If you just think about how much information we all take in with our eyes um, and take that away, it's, it's a lot to try to adjust to that life. So, you know, you might not be able to drive anymore, so you have to learn a different way to get around. Uh, you might not be able to read anymore. You might not be able to use your phone or your computer the way you used to. Um, and, you know, if you're still in the workforce, you might not be able to do the current job that you're doing and you might need help. So I think it's really important that we're helping these people continue to work and continue to be able to live the lives that they led before they started to lose their vision. Okay, so let's talk about support systems for those individuals that you work with that are visually impaired or blind. Um, What is their support system in general? Because you talk about emotional support. You talk about just support of doing everything, um, everyday tasks. When we talk about people that you just mentioned, those types that have had sight but then lost it or are losing. Yeah. So at CADVI, not only do we provide instruction on um, how to deal with some of the issues you might face when losing vision, but we actually do have support groups where, you know, people can come and talk and just bond with each other on the struggles that they're facing every day. It's always nice to have 
that community that understands what you're going through because you might have your family with you and they might be supportive and help you out in every way, but they might not be able to exactly understand um, what you're going through. So um, we have that. We also have coffee talks that we do, which um, again is a group of people who are blind or visually impaired and can come to the coffee talk and learn about stuff um, that they might be interested in. Like for instance, how to use Windows 10 was a coffee talk that we just did. Um, so I think it's really important that not only are we providing services, but we're providing that safe space for them to come together and talk about how they're feeling. And our staff down in our vision services area is also just a huge support system for a lot of our clients. And I know that we get a lot of letters and donations just based on the fact that they had an amazing experience coming with us and they felt like they could rely on our staff. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. More information about the show or our guests can be found on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Head there now, like us there, and follow us there. This morning, we're speaking to Hannah Firestone. She is with the Cincinnati Association for the Blind and Visually Impaired. Now, I want to talk very briefly. You talked about children born with visual impairments are blind. How do you work with those families and those individuals? Because life will be a little different because, you know, even when it comes to something as simple as going to kindergarten or preschool and things like that, life is going to be a little different. Absolutely. Um, We have a lot of children who come in and if they have some sort of vision loss, they typically have some other issues that they might be working through in other areas of their life too. So a lot of our low or early childhood and youth services staff, they work with other um, organizations outside of our organization to make sure that this, the child is getting comprehensive care um, and they'll do like home-based visits and basically do an emotional support for a family who's finding out that they're, child needs a little extra help. Um, But that's what we're here for is to make sure that, you know, they can go to kindergarten and they can succeed in a normal classroom setting. So for instance, we had um, one lady who was in our early childhood program and she actually, with the help of our staff, created this binder for her teachers to give to them to kind of walk them through the things that she needs to be able to succeed in the classroom. So that's what we're helping these children do. And we want them to succeed. And that's what we're, our goal is. And um, we do that in a lot of ways, you know, music therapy, um, you know, playtime with toys that are going to help them with their vision. Um, And like I said, working with other organizations to make sure they are getting that comprehensive care to make them successful. Okay. Now, you guys are always in need of volunteers at the Cincinnati Association for the Blind and Visually Impaired. Um, what is available and what is the current need? Yeah, so we we are always accepting volunteers. Um, most of our volunteers work within our radio reading services, so they'll come on air, read the newspaper, read magazines, um, and those uh, go out on a 24-7 broadcast to Uh, people who have our radio so they can access printed information very easily. Uh, We also have um, some need for, you know, personal one-on-one volunteers to work with some clients that might need to be driven to a doctor's appointment, stuff like that. Um, And, you know, now that, now that the pandemic is 
coming to an end. We are starting to have in-person events, um, and we always uh, have volunteers at our events as well. And again, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to Hannah Firestone. She is with the Cincinnati Association for the Blind and Visually Impaired. Now, you guys have this cool event coming up. You guys did it last year, and you're doing it again this year. It's the Braille L event. Tell us about this event, if you will, Hannah. Yeah, absolutely. We're so excited to do the Braille L event for a second year. Um, Like you said, we did do it last year, but because of the pandemic, we weren't able to have, you know, a huge party fundraiser that we wanted to do. Um, instead, last year, we just said, come by, pick up a six-pack and, uh, you know, support Westside Brewing. But this year, you know, we're brewing the Braille Ale again. They mm-hmm. only brew it in the summer, so it is a limited edition release. Um, mm-hmm. But we are having a big blowout party fundraiser at Westside Brewing on July 8th from 6 to 9. It's going to be so fun. We have a lot going on that night. And for that night, 20% of the proceeds from the whole night, whether you order Braille Ale or something else uh, at the bar, are coming back to CABBI. Okay, so give us the concept behind this Braille Ale, because it's really a Braille Ale. Explain the concept and what happens here. Yeah, so, um, you know, we connected with Ben Metz over at Westside Brewing a couple years ago, and him and Aaron, our uh, CDO here at CABDI, had always had this idea, it was on Aaron's wish list, uh, to put Braille on a can. Like, can we put Braille on a label? And that was the question. And um, when Ben landed at Westside Brewing, Westside Brewing was super interested and really wanted to do this project with us. So, you know, we had to do a lot of research of how do we do this because, when looking it up, we I don't think it's really been done before. There might be a couple other people out there, but not much that we could find. And um, it was it was a it was a process. You know, they had to order a special part from Germany to be able to put Braille on this label. Mm. Uh, but the whole point is to really talk about accessibility and inclusion for those um, with vision loss or any other sort of disability in the world is, you know, we want to be include them in everything and we want them to be able to access that information easily. And I think bringing up that conversation of accessibility is really important. And, you know, our hope is that if we include Braille on this can, will more companies start to do that and be more inclusive in accessibility in their products? Okay. And so this Braille Ale, which is a limited edition, um, has a unique flavor. Is that right? Yeah, it's a raspberry goza. It's delicious. I personally love sour beers, so I'm a huge fan. And we actually were over at Westside Brewing yesterday. They have started canning the beer, and I got to taste it fresh off the line, and it was amazing. (laughs) There you go. Now, there will be food as well at the event on July 8th at Westside Brewing? Yeah, so Big Dog's Barbecue Food Truck will be there. They were there last year, um, and you can buy food from their food truck, and they are also donating 20% of their sales for the evening. So you can get food, you can get beer. We're also going to have a band, a local band, Dirty Mike and the Six Speeds are going to be there. I believe they're starting at 7 o'clock, so you won't want to miss them. We'll have some fundraising games, a split the pot, a chance raffle, and a blindfolded beer tasting contest. Um, <laughs> and it's just going to be a really fun night. Okay, and all this takes place over at Westside Brewing. 
which is at 3044 Harrison Avenue, right in that business district, um, a great district with a lot of restaurants there. It's a cool little district over there. Yeah, yeah. The West Side is a fun place. We love that area. And they also have a nice little green area across the street from their mm-hmm. brewery as well. All right. If our listeners would like to find out more about this event, the Braille L, how can they find out more? Yeah, just go to www.cincyblind.org slash Braille Ale. Okay, and that's coming up again on Thursday, July 8th from 6 to 9 at Westside Brewing in the West Side on the west side of town. Thank you so much, Hannah, and good luck with the event. Thank you, Rodney. We've been speaking to Hannah Firestone with the Cincinnati Association for the Blind and Visually Impaired. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week. Be encouraged. Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.